Hey, ladies, how's it going? Fantastic. Going good. Good. Welcome to Coffee with the Cowgirls. I'm Brett Kruger. I'm Remy this Greer. This is our 20th. This is our 20th episode, Remy. It's 20. technically our 21st <laughs> because we did one episode where we like introduced why we were doing it. So, yeah. Oh, yes, true. True. It's like it's our 20th real episode. Yeah. Either way, it is a milestone. It um, is. And in honor of the milestone, we decided to do something different. And the difference is we invited a guest. And uh, today we actually have Christine Walters, who is not only Remy's best friend, she's in many ways a lot like us. She's a mom, she's a wife, she's an entrepreneur. Right, Christine? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Running my own thing over here. <laughs> and she's a cowgirl. Um, and much like us, she's got a lot of irons in the fire. Lots going on. Like all of us. I don't know any woman who could say that they don't have a lot of irons in the fire, especially the time of the year that we're coming up on because, holy crap, it's Thanksgiving already next week. It is. We are getting... um. And he, honestly, this episode was supposed to have a different guest. And in um, true life fashion, it didn't work out. And I gave Christine 15 minutes to get ready for this. So welcome, Christine. Luckily, like me, I work weird hours. And so here I am sitting at my computer working. She happened to just catch me right at the right time. So I'm like, let's, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> well, that's I forced how we her into it. Just like I forced her into being friends with me. Oh, whatever. That's me. <laughs> Well, thank you for last minute um, filling a very important role for us. And I think that this is going to work out even better because what you've got going on in your life is a lot right now. But before we go into that, I just want you to introduce yourself to the guests, Christine. So I'll hand it over to you. I'm Christine Walters. I am the best friend that um, Remy talks about quite often. Um, I've listened to every episode with you guys so far, and I just love it. I look forward to it every week. So I'm actually excited to, to be here with you all. Um, I do insurance um, full time. That is my, my, my job, my means of making money. Um, I'm a mom, though. I guess that comes first. <laughs> so I try to juggle everything, you know, together. Um, we are in the process of making a pretty big move to Texas. So we're in, you know, listing our homes, getting some properties sold, packing. I know Remy's not happy about that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on, but I'm happy to, to be here with you guys today. And insurance is not just her job. She is very good at it and she likes to help people. So it's not just her means of making money. She is passionate about helping people. I am. It's kind of boring though. So we don't try to talk about it too much because it's not really that exciting, but I do actually really love what I do. I love helping people. I love educating people. I think that's the, always the key there is the education and making people, making sure they understand what they're purchasing and, and the importance of it. So. So Christine, did you start that business by yourself? Um, in a, kind of, um, I have a, actually a, Brett, well, we've become friends now. Um, it was acquaintance at the time. She ropes, um, and we met through the horses. I actually sold their family a pony, and um, she did 
title insurance and wanted to get into um, property and casualty insurance. And so we essentially partnered. Um, she opened the agency. I went to work for her. Um, I just, the agency I was at before, I was kind of looking to make a change. And um, we just really hit it off. Um, we're both Libras, you know, so our birthdays are literally like five days apart. <laughs> so we, we got along from day one and it was her and I, we started it from scratch. And I was in the office working. She did title um, on the side. And then we kind of just, she just filtered leads my way. I sold them. Um, but it was her and I together for a couple years. We finally, you know, we're so excited when we, um, the agency was making enough money that we were able to hire a like receptionist slash, you know, <laughs> admin type person. Um, and we've, we've grown it from scratch. So we're going into our 12th year. Wow. And um, she has, when I got pregnant with my first daughter, she, and she's got four kids of her own. So she understands the whole like mom trying to work and kind of juggle just life. And she said, if you want to work remote, you can work remote. Like we will make it work. So I actually started working remotely before COVID ever was a thing. And um, it's kind of nice now because everybody works from home essentially. I mean, a lot of people, you know, everybody's kind of gotten used to that. So I can talk about it now. It's not such a secret before I'd have to make sure there was no noise in the background and pretend like I was in the office. Um, but yeah, so we now have, I think there's like, I don't know, 10 or 11. We've got like maybe 10 service people. Um, Speaking of noise in the background, I have to go wrangle my children. <laughs> we have a bunch of agents that work with us. And so we it's, it's great. I and mean, it's, it's a pretty, um, I would say medium sized agency. She's, um, opened a division up in Montana. She's up in Montana most of the time. She has a home down here. So she kind of splits her time between um, both states. And um, we've got one agent that lives in Arizona and works from there. So we're looking to open an Arizona division. I'm making the move to Texas. And so we're going to try to get like a little Texas division going. So we've kind of got people all over, but we've got really good people that work for us and just a lot of um, just hustle, you know, people like to hustle, like all of, like, like you guys. So it's worked out well, really we were well. Talking right before we got on, uh, Christine and I were in Christine, um, the equine insurance is a big part of your business. And she insures a lot of the people that Remy and I both know. And um, well, I found that interesting because my best friend is into insurance too. And she handles all of our stuff in Minnesota, but she's not licensed in Arizona. So mm -hmm. Good to have the connection yes. here for that. And where can they find information about your insurance company? Yeah, um, what is it called? It's Winchester and Associates Insurance Services, www.quote2win.com. It's all spelled out. So you can also check me out on Facebook. We've got links on there. Um, but we're in the process of revamping our website. So I'll be putting that out soon. Awesome. So a pretty big move for you guys and it's happening extremely fast. It is probably maybe faster than I like, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all, um, I just say kind of God has a plan and he will just follow his timing with it all. So it kind of, we'll see what happens with it. But don't buy your house because it's haunted. <laughs> really <laughs> ugly. And you should not buy your house. It's not, it's very cute. She remodeled everything. It is a very nice place. I just, don't want, want her to leave. I don't want her to leave me. <laughs> yeah. Um, when do you guys move? Make the move, Christine. 
we listed our place. We just did an open house. We're actually flying out and flying out Friday to Texas. We're going to be out there for about four days and drive around and try to look at as many properties as we can and try to basically locate a home and then hope that we get an offer on our place. So it could be as soon as the first of the year. Um, we need to be out there, I think, by the end of Mo end of March was the, the time frame that we had for my husband's job. Well, um, right. Well, Remy and I, how we roll is like so seat of our pants and um, we kind of pick our topics up of things that are happening in our lives. And I'm like, she texts me about 10 minutes ago and she's like, Christine's going to come on with us. I'm like, awesome. She's like, I think that we should talk about this. I'm like, I think that we should talk about not losing your shit or understand. Like, I don't even know of not losing your shit. Cause it's so hard, but there's just so many irons in the fire. I've been feeling like this lately. I know you have too, Remy. It's like so many irons in the fire. It feels like there's so many loose ends. I've got lists strewn all over. I'm losing the list. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my sanity. And it happens. So uh, Christine is a, is a much better planner than me, just in general. She is way more organized than I am. It is part That's of the reason also why she's an insurance agent for me. Yeah, not. I mean, it's also part of the reason that our friendship works because I'm like, we should do this. And she's like, okay, I'll figure that out. I'm like, great. Even that. So, I am. I'm a planner just in my head. I mean, I always have like things in my head and I've, I've got my, um, my thick calendars here. This is like my Bible. It has everything in here that I need to, to survive my days. So are you I good with calendars for me? I mean, I have a lot of them. <laughs> no, me too. I, I mean, but I, well, Christine, so I, I've known Christine all for a long time. And so she and my husband are much more of a similar personality, which is probably also why we are very good friends because I, apparently attract those personalities to me um but i print out a lot of calendars for james and i have a plan and it never seems to work out so i just no. adapt and move on but i i mean i do i have a lot of calendars i just don't use them me too me too <laughs> i love having them it makes me feel super organized i have all the i like i got all the planners i got all the pens i got all the stickers i have everything and i and i have the best intentions i was just gonna say so how for you, um, cause I'm in the middle of moving for the winter and I felt like I was so organized. I didn't feel like I had much to do and we leave on Wednesday and it is Monday night. And I'm like, shit, I got a lot to do tomorrow. So how do you, I don't know how, how are you handling all the irons in the fire with all of this? Because you got the kids too to figure out school. I mean, it's just not you and your husband. There's so many other things. Luckily, my kids are still little, so I've got a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, Hi, Making noise at my door. Hang on just a second. You're good. <laughs> How old this are your kids? They're uh, two and five. Everly just turned five, so, oh, so they're little yet. And they're like, her oldest one is like the girliest girl and I love it. But yeah. her other one is like my little one who is hell on wheels and she's awesome. So, I mean, I love them both. Yeah. So they're two and a half and five. Everly just turned five. So they're in preschool three days a week. That's part of the reason why I'm able to kind of work too, is that I, I get my stuff done when they're at school. 
Um, but yeah, you know, so there's been like a process with this whole moving and listing our home. And obviously when we went to go take all the photos of our home to get it listed, you kind of have to like put everything away. So I just took that opportunity to kind of pack up a lot of stuff that we don't use on a regular basis. So our garage is filled to the brim with boxes, like ready to go. So I actually told my husband, I was like, this isn't too bad. It might not be too bad. Like when we actually have to pack up and leave because we've We've been at this now for, I think everybody laughs at me because I'm always selling things on Facebook marketplace and, you know, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, we have a lot of stuff. I mean, when you live somewhere for, we've been here for what, 10 years now, 10, 11 years, it's like, you just accumulate a lot. When you have acreage, you accumulate even more because you have room to keep things. So um, we've been, I would say over the last like three, four months, just been selling and throwing away, going through everything. So that part to me, I'm a planner. So I kind of need to like do everything in steps. And so that kind of keeps me sane through the whole process. But um, yeah, you know, we're just kind of going like one by one. We had a place up in the mountains that we had to list and sell. And luckily we just sold that fully furnished so that I didn't have to worry about yeah, you know, packing that and bringing that down. So I try to make it easy, but at the same time, it, it gets a little, I try not to think about it too much because it goes just now. So, so you you also have livestock as well or horses, right? Yeah, we have horses on our property. We have a couple acres down here, and um, and that's been kind of a process too. So this whole thing, I had some old ones that we had to go ahead and let go this year. We put them down. It was just time, and I didn't want them to have to make the haul, and you know. So there's just been kind of this long progress. I would say maybe over the last six months, just kind of this progression, knowing what we were gonna do and kind of just trying trying to get there. But yeah, we have horses on our property and I honestly not riding or competing and Remy, Remy's always like, when are you going to come out, Christine? As much as I would like, because we've been so busy and that, that starts to bum me out because that's kind of, I would say my happy place, you know, I love it. And it's just, we have not been able to ride or compete very much at all. So I think it gets, I think it's harder. Well, Remy, it's your full-time job, so it's different, but uh, a little different. When your kids are little, I feel like it's harder when you work corporate. It's just so hard to keep all of the balls in the air with the littles and the job. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing is Christine's mom works a lot too. Like, I, again, like I'm super lucky, right? My mom's always been able to step in and do stuff for me. And Christine's mom helps her too, but it's not the same. It helps more fun. I mean, I would say that's my other way that I'm able to kind of keep just everything going is I'm there's afternoons where I'm just like, mom, can you just take the kids for a couple hours? I just have to knock out some work. And luckily I'm a super like efficient worker. So I can get a lot done. I mean, I probably get done what a, a person gets done in eight hours. I can get done in like five. So I think that's the other thing that's kind of just made this work. I'm just kind of one of those people, like I'll put my head down and work if I don't have any distractions. Um, I do start super early in the morning too. So I can kind of knock out a bunch of stuff really early before the kids are awake. But yeah, we just, I figure out, I figured out ways to make it work. It wasn't always this easy. It's been a process just trying to kind of figure out what works and what doesn't. And, um, and there's, there's days where I feel like I've gotten nothing done, you know, like we all do. And then there's days where I'm like super, you know, I get a ton done. I'm like, this was a good day. <laughs> I knocked out a bunch. So it just, just depends on what's going on that day, but I just kind of take it as it comes and it'll all work itself out. Well, I bow down to you. I'm like insanely jealous. I'm guessing that Remy and I's packing skills is a lot alike. It's just shove it in a box and throw it in the trailer, right? 
I just, I travel light. See, you like to travel with things. I travel so light. <laughs> I do and like my things. Yeah, I just, I don't need a lot of things. Remy's easy. She's not high maintenance at all. So it's like, I'm yeah. I'm not really high maintenance either, but no, I like but like, She comes, literally, she has like one little suitcase and like that's, she's just like, I'm good. Like, this is all I need. And, you know, <laughs> we've gone to shows together, just her and I. And I'm like, here I come with two suitcases and, you know. <laughs> Yeah, oh like we God. went to the truck store <laughs> the year after I won it. We had a girls weekend away. And it was the same thing. Like I came with a tiny little singed duffel bag and she's like, that's all you have? I'm like, yeah, what else do I need? And I had my shampoo. Christine didn't have shampoo with her. Clayton, <laughs> baby. Is he like, or is she like, what What could you possibly have in there? Do you have everything when they um, shrink? What is that called? Oh, the shrink, shrink out of the, the, yeah. the vacuum yeah. sealed your clothes. Yeah, I'm just saying, I've always traveled light. I think it's because, like, I mean, I can fit all of my makeup into, like, a tiny bag. I don't do my hair. I don't really do my makeup either, but I travel with, like, <laughs> mascara and sunblock. <laughs> Oh, funny. And I don't wear a lot of clothes. Like, I mean, I just don't. I don't travel with a lot. So well, I just have less. I have less. I have less things is what it is. It's not like I'm that good of a planner. I just have less things. But. Well, thankfully, you do know people in Texas. So it won't be totally starting from scratch. Right, Christine? Yeah, exactly. At least um, the, I guess course part of it the competing part of it will just that'll kind of will fit into that just fine but um she's just yeah. gonna fly to california for shows i'm just gonna keep her mayor's hostage here and then she has to go i'm back. gonna be i know and i'm gonna be in california more than remy thinks i just i already know i'm gonna have to fly that i have i have clients that like to meet in person so i'm just gonna have to kind of schedule them i have two daughters that absolutely love their grandmother so that's already going to be super hard and i've already told my mom i'm like i will be out here more than you think you know visiting so James yeah. said he would fly Dustin home just to fly him home. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because he needs something fixed or done. <laughs> it is a little hard. I can totally see where Remy's coming from with the bittersweetness of it all because change in friends, especially when you're used to like your routine together or seeing each other often or whatever, it's, it's hard. We're kind of going through that right now too. It's a little weird, but I come back. So we don't see each other that often. I think. We do. I mean, I go to their jackpots. Typically, I go to their jackpots once a month that we have, or I might hit a practice here or there. Um, we went to dinner last night because I was like, Remy, I don't know when I'm going to see you again, so we should probably go to dinner. And then, it, but again, it's like very last minute. Like she calls me, hey, we're we're driving to dinner right now. What are you guys doing? I'm like, well, we were just talking about what we were going to have for dinner. So I guess we'll go meet I, you over there. I came right by your house. I drove right by you to get there. There's no planning. Love I can't that. call her in the morning and say, let's go to dinner tonight. She's like, well, I, I don't know. I just have to see how the day goes. <laughs> so That's how I am as well. Christine forgives me for um, being super flaky. Not on purpose, but. Uh, I don't think you're flaky because you don't. To me, flaky is just like, part of our genetic makeup. Yeah. Right? I just, I always have something else to do. Like I'm always like, I got really good plans. And then you don't commit. I mean, it's not like you're committing and then blowing me off. So that's I am the same. I yeah. have a hard time with commitments. Yeah. So it's good work. But everybody knows it. So when everybody knows it, I feel like it's okay then, right? It's okay. Just own it. I mean, even if it's not okay, you can't change it anyway. Yeah. No, it's who I am. Everybody knows that. It's who you are. <laughs> she knows that. 
Well, um, yes, it's amazing. I think that all of the girls or all of the women who can do all of the things, be the moms, be the entrepreneurs and put it all together and take on a task like moving how many states away. That's it's kind of a, a big deal. And you sound like you're doing it with grace. I, on the other hand, am not. I just, before we got on, I think that I purchased a $29 Vizio remote app for my son because I just was like, I just, if that's what you need, Bronson, let's just get that because I just need you out of here for right now. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I've known Christine for a long time. So Christine has seen a lot of different versions of myself. And You've I've probably seen a lot of different versions of And me. I've seen a lot of different versions of Christine. Yeah. And something that we talk about a lot is how friendships change and grow and how relationships change and grow over time. Not just because you get older, part of it is because you get older, but it's also how your life changes. And um, for me, it's been really important to have my friendship with Christine, but we were really tight for a long time and then we weren't tight at all. For a while so we had a falling out for a short period i mean i wouldn't say it was that long no but, well, I mean, especially now like in the time continuum it's really not that long not that long but i mean to the point to where we actually did not go to each other's weddings so it was kind of that that yeah. Kind of falling out yeah yep and then you guys that's crazy that you were able to come back and oh, build yeah. that friendship again and, and better than before that's because you guys went through a big deal together, obviously. So yeah, we, we have better than before. And I think it's the same thing. You have to grow up and figure out who's important to you. So we both apologized for really when you look back on them, very dumb things. But when you're younger, they're really important to you. Mm -hmm. And um, my, which was really big of you, Remy, because um, last week, Remy's favorite comment that she made for me was, I mean, I don't really like to fight, but I don't really like to back down either. <laughs> and Christine and I are strong in a lot of a lot of similar ways, but in different ways too. And then, I I, I think that it's like it's very important when you like grow up with, with female friendships. Never meant that much to me. I've talked about it on here. I just didn't care. I didn't need women in my life. I didn't care. Christine was very similar in the same way. She didn't need women. Mm -hmm. And then you reach a certain part in your life and you start to realize that maybe you do. And I realized that long before I went through all of the bad things I went through, but you know, I was very lucky to have Christine through all of that. And, um, and it makes it the same for me too. I mean, Remy's the one that kind of caught my, I got had postpartum depression really bad after my first um, daughter. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know any, you know, anything. And it, she kind of caught it, I think, right away and just kind of knew that something's not right. And I think he had pointed it out to Dustin, my husband. And then I think he had talked to my mom about it. So we kind of, we got through it, but it was just kind of one of those things. Like you just don't know what's happening when it, you know, when you're in it and um, Everly stop, please. And, um, so yeah, I mean, that to me was just kind of huge, just having somebody there in my corner that could see that things were not right. And, um, so, you know, we were able to get through it and then I knew what to look for on the second, my second child and didn't really have it as bad. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just kind of, you just go through things and we kind of know each other and know when things aren't right, I think. <clears throat> Isn't that just crazy about the postpartum? Because that same thing happened to me, Christine, with uh, like, I knew something was wrong too, but I didn't know what. And it took a friend to be the one to tell me, like, I think that you should go to the doctor. And she was right. And it's crazy. Well, you've never been through it before. How would you? I'm know? not smiling at you. I'm laughing at her daughter in the back. I know. I'm like, go get a juice, Everly. Go get one. And I'll open it for you. Also, another side note, we are recording this in the evening, unlike in the morning. So <laughs> the right now. Yes, that's the reason that everything I'm I feel like I'm half like it's just different feeling than in the morning. The morning feels so much more refreshing to me, I feel like. <laughs> I'm drinking iced coffee right now and I was gonna mention that. I love it. I love it. I have my water from a Starbucks cup, so it's, we can pretend. Christine doesn't really drink Starbucks. She's anti-Starbucks. <laughs> Do you drink drink Starbucks with me? I drink coffee. Yeah, I, I'm a big coffee drinker, but I just like to make my own at home. So I'm just kind of... Christine likes to say... No, no. Christine also likes to save money. <laughs> and she laughs at me because I talk to probably Breck and Christine more than anyone on the phone. <laughs> and they are almost always part of my Starbucks order. So they all like to save money, and I don't. Yeah. Remy loves her uh, coffee and water from Starbucks, and I think mm -hmm. it's absolutely hilarious because I've never seen somebody do that before. <laughs> if they're going to charge me that much for coffee, I want to get free things from them. And I just won't pay that much for coffee, so I actually just don't like it that much. I don't know. It's just oh, me. I love it. I love it. Um <laughs> Isn't it crazy to think that Christmas is like literally how many weekends away? How many weekends are we talking here? I got to get through Thanksgiving first. I am not thinking about Christmas, although I did decorate my house for Christmas. So, or part of my house, some of my house. I can't think of any of it right now. I'm like, people are talking about buying presents and somebody told me that they were already done. I was like, you're I'm like, buying the girl. I'm buying her girl. Are you, Christine? Christmas. You're an organized person. Are you done Christmas shopping? No, no. That's, I mean, I'm really, I don't start any of that until it's got to be December. I'm not one of those, like, and I'm not no. like a Black Friday shopper. You know, I won't go stand in line for hours. Try to do I used much to like it. Did you? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just not that dedicated to it. But, um, and we may, I mean, there's been times where we like get the trees a week before. <laughs> there's been times where I've had it at the beginning of December. So we'll see um, how the timing goes with everything. But yeah, I'm not sure. Yet. I haven't pulled anything out of the garage. It's probably all buried in there somewhere behind all my boxes. So, so I have a very funny story to tell you because, and you'll appreciate this because I am a cheap person as well, Christine, with certain things and are very we're first. gonna say frugal because cheap sounds bad we're gonna say you're frugal right okay a very frugal person <laughs> so anyhow when our very first christmas in arizona which would have been two years ago um that was when we we're kind of flying back and forth and brandon was there i get down there for christmas and we didn't have a tree and i'm like well i feel like we should get a tree i love christmas and so we go to Home Depot to buy a tree and it was like a lot of money. I feel like they wanted like 200 plus dollars for their real Christmas trees. The week of Christmas, I mean, 
I couldn't do it. I'm like, Brandon, I said, I don't think that we should do this. And he's like, I don't think we should do this either. And the fake ones were just as bad. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want a fake Christmas tree real bad. I really kind of want the real thing. And he's like, how about we buy, we buy a tree that we can actually plant. I mean, we're from the Midwest. We should have never done that. We bought the tree, the real tree to plant. Do you know how many days I kept it alive? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it didn't see Christmas. You can't keep things alive in the desert. The, the soil is so dry. There is no amount of water that's going to keep that living unless it's a cactus. So I learned my lesson with that. You should have bought I a know. Christmas cactus Christmas is what you cactus. should have done. Yeah, I did. I did that or, too. Or a tumbleweed. You could have made a tumbleweed tree. I could have. You got to get more crafty, man. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. I've been scoping out Pinterest. That's right. I have a lot of things pinned on Pinterest. I don't make any of them. And I'm crafty and I still don't make any of them. Yeah. That's where things go to die for me. Me too. Lots of cute ideas that'll never get done. I was, uh, Christine's daughter wanted to be a bride for Halloween and they were at the Halloween store and she's like, Remy can make this for you much better than you can buy it. <laughs> yes. If she has time, we don't know if it'll be done, but she might start it. I would have gotten it done for Halloween <laughs> for Everly. I wouldn't have messed that up. I feel like you could have went to Goodwill and got something out of Goodwill, right? You and Goodwill, man. I think oh, that's I Midwestern too, because it's creepy out here. <laughs> We're, we're, we're Amazon. We're big on Amazon. You can get things cheap from, it all comes from China. We can get it. We can get it. Not a lot of money. So <laughs> I got a whole new wardrobe today for my trip. So from Amazon. Yeah. Oh yes. Remy's got a work trip this week. I'm leaving. Remy's leaving for her work trip tomorrow. I'm leaving on Wednesday. Christine's so leaving on Friday to leave me for forever. Oh, okay. you're leaving this week, Christine. No, she's just going to look at places oh this week. No, I was like, I'm, I thought you said March. Yeah, but we're, we're leaving. We're flying to Texas on Friday. We'll be there Friday to Monday, so. Well, I get to drive, so you guys are incredibly lucky that you get to do it by air. I think I'd almost rather doing. drive, honestly. Yeah. Christine and I also, so I, when you were gone on your lake vacation, um, Christine and I, or I did a, the, like the short Facebook live and they were asking about like, what are some of your favorite memories? And one of mine is traveling with Christine because we used to drive a lot together and Christine and I both drive so fast and James doesn't. And we had to be home from Reno to put on a roping the next morning. <laughs> and Christine is like, we got stopped. We got stopped in Donner Pass, right? That's where we got stopped. Um, Remember I because yeah, we yeah. left in plenty of time, but there's a big wreck. It's so, a like Christine's flying down the grapevine, like she's going like 85, 90, and we have a full loaded trailer, like a fully loaded trailer behind us. And James like pops up and I like, shoved him down in the back seat, and I was like, "Don't look away, don't look." <laughs> Put your seatbelt on, James. I think though, prior to that, I'd spent a lot of hours on the road. I worked for um, for Tim Smith for a Cutting Horse Trainer, and so we we were on the road a lot. So I was used to pulling a rig. And for me, I like, I don't think I would do that today. Like I don't drive like that anymore. And I don't pull a rig enough anymore to even like think that I can drive like that. But at that point in my life, I was like, yeah, going 80 down the road. Like it was no big deal. Six, and I think what, we had the living quarters too. Like, I think we had the big, big rig. Yeah, it was a lot. So 
but yeah, James does not, he just goes, we tell him just to go sleep in the back. Like when we're all traveling together, just take a nap. Don't worry. We'll get there. Just <laughs> don't worry about any of it. And that was same thing when we went to Vegas together, um, James and Dustin went to go pick up a panel walker that we had to go pick up. And we called Dustin because there's like diesel fluid from the extra tank along the, like the back mirror or the back um, window. We're like, hey, I can't pump it. It won't pump, but there's fluid coming out. And they're like, oh, do you need us to come get you? And I was like, it'll run out eventually. We'll be okay. <laughs> like, so we pulled into Vegas with a very dirty trailer from all the diesel from the extra tank. But I tried to pump it out. Yeah. And like, oh, do you need us to come get you? I was like, when have we ever needed you to come get us? Like, honestly. Independent women here for independence. <laughs> I would be like, I need you to come get me. <laughs> We made it. We were covered in fuel, but we made it. So yeah. it wasn't my fault. All that matters. And you have a good story to talk mm -hmm. about as well. Yeah. And I would have had the other truck that I won if someone didn't put death into my diesel tank. But, you know, there's that. It was a mistake. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I didn't put death into my diesel tank. Oh. Yeah. And it took like four months because of COVID to get all the pieces for it. Also, Christine was my insurance agent for that. And we fixed that. I only had to pay $500 to get like a whole new fuel injector system for my truck. That stink. Look, if you, if, if someone's, if it can break, I can break it for you. I'm very good at breaking things, <laughs> especially mechanical things. I can break it. I'm really good at it. Uh, <clears throat> hilarious, Remy. Hilarious. Yeah, we've got good stories. That's, I mean, it's, yeah, a lot of stories on the road. I'm trying to think what else. If we helped you put on the first Vegas show, that was like Yes, super okay, crazy. so we had tried for years to get into South Point to put on that show, four years. My mom called every week for like four years straight. And they finally yeah. were like, oh, we have a date. And James like, yeah, we're going to do it. So then uh, we had to call on all of our friends and there's a really good pizza place by us that's called Felipe's. So he brings everyone down to Felipe's and he's like, Hey guys, we need all the help we can get to put on this show. So Christine and Dustin worked our first Vegas spinning. Oh, that's awesome. Were you there this year, Christine? Where what? Were you there this year? Um, this yeah, we went to Vegas this last, yeah, we went, I had all my kids, like we, I don't, I'm not out doing a ton because I have to watch the kids. So we kind of had like the kids set up in the corner, you know, with the play pens and everything, trying to keep them contained and then riding in between runs and it's a little stressful, but yeah, we went to that one. Um, and yeah, we, and I remember that Vegas show you had like only one, what we have one computer and we had to run like three pens or something. Dustin yeah. made Excel. Like the, luckily my husband is like super handy in Excel, Microsoft Excel. He literally like a program together like on the spot as we're like taking times and he's just entering them and then he formatted everything to make it work like the programs that they use now that we now have that we did not oh have then we were we, we were running it on arena manager not sword arena and we ended we were up like extremely lucky to have him right <laughs> yeah. we had um really? 400 teams in one of the sortings and so we had two announcers going james was running one pen and rowdy was running the other and um it was great so yeah. you know I told you, if you're friends with me, you end up working at some and point. Very, it is so true. It really is so true. But I'm happy to help. And like I said, even at the jackpots, when I go, I don't, Remy and I never actually sit and talk very rarely. I usually have to go up in the booth 
And then I sit there and then in between there, it's like, hey, can you go like switch out that number in the back and can you go do this? And then, you know, we just kind of make it work. But it, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't think Remy would either. A working friendship. It's a working yeah. friendship. Also, um, if we don't even have the chance to talk, she does not get offended because I am busy. And I'm well, saying she sounds like she's super busy too. Yeah. So she is. So she understands it. Um, and if anything, I end up watching her kids at our shows because I don't ride at our smaller shows like that. So I hang out with her daughters and I take them on our playground, which Christine thinks is sketchy. So she just looks away while I take her kids on swing sets. She's an insurance agent. That's why she thinks it's sketchy. And she is my insurance agent. So. My my friend is the same way. She's like, you're never getting a trampoline. Those things are so dangerous. I'm like, oh, we're, I know. They this are. Way. And then you can't get insurance if you have them. So, you know, <laughs> nobody needs a trampoline. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. No, we're trampoline safe here. Nobody has trampoline around here. Uh, my kids try and die anyway, so I don't need to give them another tool with which to do it. Yeah, you don't need to be putting it out there for them. No. But, um, well, thank you. Oh, no, you go. You go, Remy. You. No, I, I, um, like I know it's, it's kind of a mod pod, but something that, again, going back to the relationship, so we have some sort of theme for today, aside from too many irons in the fire, because um, that's all of us. Like you said, it's all women, is. Um, Christine and I, and I talk about this too. Like Christine and I talk about this a lot. As you get older, you want success for your, I, I want success for my friends, not because it does something for me, but I want them to be successful. And um, like Christine and I have this discussion, like where you're rooting for someone in the background to turn around and realize that that same person wasn't rooting for you. And then how do you carry that forward? Does it change how you feel about that person? Does it change how you feel about yourself? Does it change how you feel about future relationships going forward? Like for me, if I want you to do well, I just want you to do well and that that's it. You know, I don't have to get something from it. It just means I don't have to invest time into what I thought was a friendship that maybe is not. Yeah, Remy and I are very similar in, I think that kind of the way we view friendship and, um, we're super loyal people. I don't have a ton of friends. I just, I number one, don't really have time for it. And I need friends that don't require a lot of, um, I guess, maintenance. Um, so it's just kind of, I think our friendship is really, it's probably gotten stronger because of that. It's just, I know that she's always there. If I need her, she knows I'm always there. If I need her, if we call twice in a row, you better pick up the phone because it's something important. Um, cause half the time it's like, we're sending each other to voicemail cause we're in the middle of something. But, um, if she calls twice, I better, you know, I need to answer because something's going on. Um, I've had, you know, other strong friendships in the past that not that we're not friends now, but it's just not been something that has carried me into this part of my life. And, um, maybe. yeah, it's just, I feel like you just, you have friends in different seasons of your life, you know, they're. Too. not that they're not important now, or it's not that you don't want, um, you know, the best for them now, but it's just not something where, you know, they've, they've made it this far, you know, it's okay. I had that friendship. It was great, you know, but it's just not, not something that I want now. And, um, I don't know, we kind of view friendship the way I do. I root, I root really hard for my friends. I want them to succeed. I want, um, 
I want good things to happen to them and um, and I want them to do the same for me. And that's that's what I value in, in a friendship. So and it's like um, she had a friend that she used to work with that sent her a message one time just checking on you. Right. That was like, hey, I hope you're doing good. Everything's good for me. And I think and you said like it struck you as kind of weird then and now you understand it like mm -hmm. she loves she you for that part of her life. It doesn't mean she doesn't care, but she she got married and had kids much earlier than we did. Yeah. Interested yeah, I now. So. I didn't understand it then. Sometimes you don't understand it when you're in it, but I understand it now kind of how just, you know, and you do, you have kids and it just, it just changes a lot. Your priorities are so different and um, it just really changed, yeah, it really changed my way of thinking just about just people and friendships in general. So when you said that about, I had my kids in Vegas, it was a little stressful watching them. That is stressful. That's a different dynamic because um, I wholeheartedly believe that you should take your kids to horse shows and have them be around it. It's a lot easier if you do it from the beginning. Um, but for me, I have a really, even now, I have a really hard time concentrating is maybe because I'm so worried about them and not worried about them. Like my kids are old enough now, not like your kids where your kids could get really hurt or they need to be tended to and somebody needs to be giving them attention because um, they cannot take care of themselves when they're two. So it is a hard. The larger shows are harder. You know, so Vegas is like one of those deals where I we literally go to Vegas to support James and Remy. They are my friends. I want that show to go well for them. That is an expensive show for them to put on. And literally, that is why we go. I mean, I like to go compete, too, but that's a hard show for us just because of the kids. I love their jackpots down the road. It's so easy. And I know that there's always somebody there keeping an eye on them. And we can literally yeah. park our trailer right there. The arena's right there. You know, I don't ever feel like they're out of my sight. Um, so for us, those shows are a lot of fun. Um, the bigger ones are a little tougher, which is kind of why we really haven't gone down the road, you know, these last couple of years. But you know, we can, there's plenty of time for that. And I, that's been a hard, I think, um, thing to work through too, in my head. I mean, I've gone to shows, like, that's one thing that I'm just super passionate about. I love it. I love my horses. I love riding. I love doing all that. That's how my husband and I met. Um, he's probably not as passionate about it as I am, but that was a real hard struggle. I think too, is when I had kids and realizing that okay, that's going to take just, that's going to kind of go to the back burner right now. And, um, you know, and I've been lucky. I have Remy who kind of, you know, I still love to buy, you know, young horses. I love young, I've always loved like a pros a good prospect. Remy's kind of helped me with the last one that I bought, which has all stuff that I would have rather done on my, by, by myself. But luckily um, she's, she's helped me with her and she's turned out to be a great horse, but um, I've had to like leave her and then I'll bring her home and, you know, Remy's really, you know, kind of seasoned her a little bit for me. And um, so I'm lucky to have a friend that's there to kind of help me do that. She knows that I can't do it. Just so, to say you don't have the time to do it. So exactly. So, yeah, it's been kind of just that that struggle. But I know at some point we're going to get back to it. And I really hope my girls love to do it. But if they don't, that's OK, too. We'll, yep. we'll figure it out. No, and that's like that's another conversation that, you know, same thing. I had kids before Christine, not a long time, but I had kids before Christine. And when Christine was pregnant with Everly, she's like, I'm just going to go back into work. It'll be fine. And I was like, okay, I'm here to support you. And it's late where you are. Sleepy. 
Um, and I go, you know, running I, I, on three hours of sleep, Remy. <laughs> um, I go, I, you know, I'm here to support you. We'll do whatever you want to do, but just a warning. It's not going to be the same. And she's like, I got this because I'm a bad bitch. I'm going to go back to work. It'll be fine. And I think that's, and we've talked about this in some of the depression episodes too. That's another, that's another mix of postpartum depression. Aside from that, there's an imbalance. Your whole life is not the same after you have kids. It really isn't. Because it isn't just you and your husband, it isn't just you by yourself. And it isn't just you and your job. Like you have to start prioritizing things and it takes a piece of you away. And yeah. you know, I, I think a lot of women don't talk about really what a disappointment that is because you're just, you're supposed to love being a mom. It's supposed to be all the things that fulfill you. Well, some of us need more than that for, for fulfillment. And if you're honest with your friends, then you'll find the right people that support you in being honest in that truth. Like, I love my kids, but you know, and I, I really do. I think a lot of people have a lot of shame about saying that it's not always just for them. That's not all that finishes them. Very true. It was harder for me with my second than it was my first because I felt like when I had my second, I had just gotten my... Um, like your bearings back? Yes, and a little bit of independence again, you know, where I could go do some things. And then I had Bronson and it all got taken away again, you know, and it sounds so terrible saying it, but that is kind of how I felt. Like I had just gotten to the point where life was a little easier with Bodie and then it was just gone again. Yeah. My so. mom had my brother and I six years apart and I was like, what is the matter with you? If I had one out of diapers, I would have never had another. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I think for me, my second one came in. She just, I, I sometimes feel bad because I'm like, nothing in our life changed for her. Everything changed in our life for our first one. You know, everything revolved around the first one. The second one, she's just had to come along. And luckily, she's a pretty easygoing and she's tough. But um, there are days where I'm just like, I should have maybe just like slowed down a little bit for you. You know, <laughs> but it is, it is what it is. She's, That's not her personality anyway. It's not. Like, uh, she's your true second kid. She's wild. You know, she's just been completely opposite from the first one. And um, I think she's going to probably be out riding this all here before, as soon as she's <laughs> by herself because she doesn't want to get down. But uh, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, the first one tricks you. Christine's like, I have her sleep trained. Everything's perfect. Oh, she's easy. So easy. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> the second think, one. I'm going to support you in all of these levels. I will say that all of my... Um, if I ever judged any of my mom friends, um, you know, for anything that they did with their kids, it's like, it all came back on me with the second one. I should have never, never said anything, never judged anybody. You know, it, it definitely changed my, my train of thought with that. Yeah. Because she used to get my, my boys, of course, always go to the bathroom outside. And she was like, she, we're on the phone. She's like, I, I should have never judged you. I should have never judged you because Ada, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to do. Oh my God. <laughs> She's yeah. raising a strong, independent woman the way it sounds. Oh, uh, yeah. She's a yeah. lot. I love her. She's a lot. I, yeah. I like, love it. I, I, same thing, right? Like, you. that's the other thing is I think people just always get, like, really caught in what they think things should be. And it's never what you think it should be. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to do the pureed food for my kid. Like, my last two didn't even eat baby food. They just went to real food. Like, I didn't. 
they wouldn't eat it. I was feeding my kids rice in their bottles when they were a month old. And I'm pretty sure that the doctor would never recommend. I was were at two months. I had the rice. I did the whole old wives tale. And then the pediatrician, they'd always tell you, you know, that doesn't really work. And I'm like, it does work. And then we're yeah, like, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I'm we're eaters. So I could never get them full enough. And that rice trick that works, it worked for yeah. me. No, it's but again, it's like that comes back to friendship too. Like, how do you say the things that you don't like about yourself or the dark thoughts that you have to someone else if you think they're going to judge you? And that's like, that's how I pick my friends. Like, how, what horrible thing can I say and you're not going to judge me for it? And I think you and I, Remy, like, we have a lot of conversations and I don't always agree with you. I'll, like, maybe you shouldn't have done that, Remy. Like, maybe you should do this. Like, I don't know if that was the right thing to do. You know, I don't know if I would have handled it that question. way. That's yeah. a good friendship. Well, you know, yeah. you have a good friendship and Remy, honestly, you wouldn't tell like only your truly closest friends. Like if you, if it entered your mind and you thought I'm going to get judged, they're going to judge the shit out of me. If I say this, you would not say it to them. <laughs> now, Christine on the other hand is a good friend of yours and you know, you're like, that, that, and that's what I mean by like my very close friends. I have a couple of very close friends that, um, know what a hot mess I am so they do not judge me for any of these things but um I and it's like you with your book club right you start to figure out who really matters in your life mm -hmm. and how much of yourself like how much of your soul can you trust with that person and I think as you get older you figure out you have to keep a few people around you that you can trust everything to and not have them judge you for it or at least judge you to your face Christine will tell me if I fucked up it's okay that does not offend, it, and it doesn't offend me because it doesn't come. We actually had this conversation yesterday. Like, you tell someone something, right? Like, you tell someone what you want to do, what your plan is, whatever. And a friend will be like, here's my worries or doubts for you. Not just about everything, just for you. This is what I believe. However, I will support you in those things. Versus the people that are like, well, the, here's my doubts and worries and why what you're doing is wrong. Like, I can tell you why I don't think something's right, but I'm still going to support you no matter what. And as I get older, you again, you start to sift through those people. Like, are you just calling to be negative and tell me why I'm wrong or why I should do something the way I should do it? Or are you going to tell me that I'm wrong and then try and help me out of the mess after I make it? Because I'm also yeah. good at making messes. Yeah, those conversations are fun. I actually had a conversation, I told Remy about this not that long ago with somebody who I've known for a really long time. And I mean, really just was super negative about like our make us making our move to Texas and why would we do that? And you know, just all of these I don't even want to hear you right now. Don't talk. I know. And I'm like, we have our reasons and I honestly don't need to explain them to you, but you know, it's it's just just be supportive. I mean, I think it's one of those things. I don't understand that. I would never, if somebody wanted to do something, I think Remy and I, I mean, we tend to point out things where what, what's the term that you like to use? What is it? Something positive talk, toxically. not toxically positive. We are not toxically positive. Like, what is it? Cautiously optimistic. We're cautiously optimistic. Yes. Oh yeah. And so we kind of, we just talk, talk through things a lot, but um, you know, I just, yeah, the, the, the people you think that are friends and then they're just super negative about things that you're trying to do or, I'm like, you just don't really know me. So we're just going to like move on from this conversation. We're going to leave that at that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, if you don't add enough to my life, why are you judging it anyway? 
mm-hmm. you know, and like, it's like, I, I, and I am like, I call Christina, there's a couple other friends that I call to bounce ideas off of. And trust me, they'll tell me if I'm being a dumb bitch about it or not. Like, and I don't get offended when they tell me that. I might get mad right away, but I don't stay offended because they're not telling me just to make me feel bad. They're telling me because I'm probably making the wrong decision. And also, Christine and I like to vent to each other about our husbands. And then we don't judge said husbands when we see them the next time. We love each other's husbands. Yes. So it's all good. Speaking of that, I, well, I had a, a girlfriend call me this morning. We've been friends for a really long time. She's uh, she's an entrepreneur. She's into she has her own salon, and her path to get to the salon ownership was a long one, where she had lots of um, you know just a big journey and lots of obstacles that she had to go through and whatnot. It's been awesome, and she's so positive about everything. Um, or cautiously optimistic, I should say. But she called me this morning and she was actually out in LA last week for a big salon convention or expo. And she said, oh my God, Breck. She's like, I sat down in this room and was literally rubbing elbows with people that I want to be connecting with all the time. She's like, those are the people I want to be sitting next to every day. But we're rural Minnesota women. How am I going to get that? And she goes, so I'm just calling you to see how you do it because you're in a work, you know, you are an entrepreneur who works from home and you seem to stay pretty positive or connected to people. So how, who are you or how are you doing it? How are you getting that connection? I'm like, well, I don't think that you have to necessarily be physically rubbing elbows with somebody, Janet. I feel like that you can listen to them. You know, you can get the connection through listening through things like podcast or um, YouTube, following the right people. I mean, the technology these days is so amazing on staying connected with the right people. I We talked about it last week. I've just gotten so selfish about who I surround myself with. And I just selfish because I want to stay in a good headspace. And so I just don't even engage with somebody I feel like is going to bring me down a path. I don't want to go down. Yeah. And I think that like, I think we've talked about it. We talk about a lot. Christine and I talk about a lot is again, recognizing is someone just being negative or are they really trying to help you out? Right. Are they trying to temper overly optimistic goals? So, um, cause there's, I have like a lot of big plans and most of them don't work out mostly because I don't follow through on a lot of things. But, we know our weaknesses, people. Yeah, but you know, it's, but you have to have a friend that's like, that's a, <coughs> that's a good idea, but where are you trying to go with this? Like, what are you trying to gain from this? How, how does this work into your bigger picture rather than just getting fixated on one thing? And you do, you have to have people that care enough about your well-being in general to try and help you out. And like you said, it's like you can give someone advice because I think people get caught up. It isn't, you know, 1996. You don't actually have to be meet in person with these people. There's a lot of avenues to make new connections. And those connections, like way leads on to way. You can make one right connection, then it leads you into a lot of other things. Well, um, just like, you know, you and Christine, you guys are besties. And that's how a lot of my besties are. And I are too. We don't actually see each other all the time, but we talk religiously. And I feel like if you're talking to the right people, there's really good things that can come out of it. Like tuck you out of, off of a ledge or 
maybe change your mindset into a different way of looking at something, reword whatever you were going to say. Yes. Uh, again, going, going to personality. So Christine's husband and I are a similar personality. Um, and James and Christine are a similar personality. So when I call her to vent, sometimes she's like, yeah, that applies not the exact same situation, but it applies. And now I understand how my husband feels when I do these things and vice versa. I get it from the other way too, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's good to have those friendships. But again, like I, I, I do, I think as you get older, you really start to value how friendships affect your life and then how those people bring you up or put you down because there's plenty of people I've cut out of my life that didn't add value or not even didn't add value. In fact, made it worse for me. And well, Remy, I think that uh, you, your and Christine's friendship is definitely strong enough to weather the storm of her move. And uh, I think that you should give her clearance to sell her house. <laughs> she has. We just have to get her to change her Facebook post, but it's haunted and ugly. And you know what? Someone said that was a selling point. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's quite a few. Yeah, quite a few good friends that are kind of moving, moving out of state and kind of doing other things. So, yeah, we're 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 gonna all figure out a way to connect. It'll all be good. So, and maybe yeah. I'll win a lottery, and then we can just all buy a giant compound together, and none of us have to work anymore. There you go. Oh. You're still on the gambling thing. I'm not. I haven't bought any more tickets. It's not high enough. Because <laughs> I think it's only like, only, it's only like $50 million. So after you all talked about your whole lottery thing. So then I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, I'm going to get a scratcher. I'm going to get $10 worth of scratchers. I didn't win a darn thing. I'm like, this is why I don't gamble. I don't like to lose my money. <laughs> well, Remy was hooked. I only did one week of Powerball. She did two. I, and <clears> when it gets over a billion dollars, someone has to win it. Why can't it be me? Well, so I think that our odds are better if we play when it's a little lower. It's still Probably. a lot of money. I know. It's still a lot of money. But apparently there's like 19,000 lotteries in California. So there's like the daily four and the daily five and something else. But um, seeing that I, I hit no numbers. I, like, just I hit no number. I hit no numbers two weeks in a row with like 20 different things. So. I think we probably just need to stick to our day jobs. Yeah, yeah. I am. I am frugal. The frugal wins on this for me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today, Christine. This was um, fun. I'm glad I had the opportunity to. So I'm glad uh, you'll have to sh send your information for the equine insurance specifically to us because you are licensed in so many different states. Um which is hard to find somebody who's licensed in that many states and especially a fellow cowgirl. So send us your information and we'll put it up for our viewers to see. Um, good luck with your move and all that lies ahead with that. Sounds like it's going to be busy. Yes. We have a busy look with the house hunt. Yeah. That's step number one. We just got to find a house. So we'll see how that goes. Well, safe travels on your business trip, Remy. Early morning. Early morning. I'll let you know if it ends up being successful. If not, I never left the state of California. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I will try to document something from our road trip here. Hopefully it's an easy one and it goes fast. But 
I don't know how easy it can be with six dogs or yeah, six you know dogs. That's six your fault. horses. That's your fault. I know. Six dogs is your fault. <laughs> what can I say? I like my things, as you said earlier. <laughs> I just, you know. She said that she had two, oh she had a, she said she packed a lot of clothes and then Brandon told her he's like you have a lot of clothes in Arizona you do not need to bring more clothes to Arizona. I'm going to go to Goodwill. But thank you guys again. Thank you for joining us today. Um until next time. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.